to stay right here in this vein, in this place of meditating on the blood. I want us to plead the blood of Jesus over our nation tonight. If you have a prayer on your heart, I feel like we need to go into this right now. If you have a prayer on your heart, if you want to pray and just plead the blood of Jesus over our nation, I want to invite you to come up here. We won't have any explaining. I just want you to read the verse that's on your heart or just start going right into prayer, uh, even if you don't have a verse on your heart. But we're going to plead the blood of Jesus over our nation. I want the, the worship team is going to go right back into singing these choruses or maybe another chorus about the blood, but we're just going to stay right here. It says this, In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that are to come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, that is, the tent not made with hands, not of this creation, the new Jerusalem, he entered once for all in the holy place, in the throne room, not by the means of the blood of goats and calves, but by the means of his own blood, thus securing eternal redemption, thus obtaining eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without blemish to God, how much more will this blood purify our conscience from our sinful deeds to serve the living God? Lord, right now we just plead Your blood over America even as our Supreme Court hasn't released this decision. For Roe versus Wade, Lord, we continue to plead your blood over our nation. We say the blood of Christ has power to cleanse our nation from a guilty conscience, from a conscience that is stained by sinful deeds. And the blood of Christ has power to cause us to serve the living God, to bring us near to the throne of God, to bring us in to the most holy place. Lord, right now, we say, cleanse our nation by the blood of Jesus. Wash our nation's robes in the blood of the Lamb. Wash our nation in the blood of the Lamb. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would be the sweet convictor, that you would be the one that goes out and draws our nation to Jesus. And they would see his death. They would see his sacrifice. They would see the gift of God that was given on the cross 
and they would cry out for mercy. They would cry out for mercy. They would say, cover me with your righteousness, Jesus. Cover me with your blood. Cover me with your righteousness. Cover me with your blood. God, we ask you that you would remove this covenant of death that our nation has signed, that you would remove it off of our law books in Jesus' name. And then on the heels of removing this covenant of death, that you would wash this nation by the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray this prayer that has been prayed for close to 20 years. Father, we plead your blood. Jesus, we plead your blood over our sins and over the sins of our nation. God, end abortion and send revival to America. We plead your blood over our sins and the sins of our nation. God, end abortion and send revival to America. Lord, we thank you that we have come standing in this holy place. We've come to Mount Zion. This is Hebrews 12, 22. We've come to the city of the living God. We've come to the heavenly Jerusalem. We've come to innumerable angels in festal gathering. We've come to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven. We've come to the righteous made perfect. And we've come to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Father, your, t your word tells us that the blood of Abel cried from the ground. Lord, we know that the blood of these aborted babies cries from the ground of America. Jesus, we plead your blood. And we ask that your blood would speak a better word. Oh, the better promises, the new covenant that your blood enacted. The new covenant, the better promises than the old covenant. Would you shout the better voice over our nation? Would your blood speak the better word than the blood of these babies that cries out to you? Lord, we say in judgment, remember mercy. Remember mercy. Remember mercy. Remember mercy. Lord, we ask that you would remove this law from our books. And Lord, we ask that state by state you would sweep through this nation with revival. State by state you would sweep through this nation with a move of your spirit. State by state, you would sweep through this nation. God, we lift up Colorado right now. We lift up Colorado right now. This egregious law that was passed in our state. Lord, we lift up Colorado right now. And we ask you, have mercy. Have mercy. We repent for this law being on our books. We, as the church, repent. We say, Father, forgive us. Our legislators did not know what they were doing. Father, forgive us 
our legislators did not know what they were doing. In Jesus' name. Now, this isn't supposed to be just me up here. You guys come on up. Sit on this front row if you want to pray. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Ray, come on up. on it a little bit and it's about the new covenant so lord i thank you for the new covenant that supersedes every other covenant the covenant of debt the covenant of abortion the covenant of murder lord your new covenant annuls every other covenant the covenant that with Satan, the covenant with destruction. Lord, we declare the new covenant, your covenant over this land, over this city, over this state, your new covenant that brings power, that brings life, that brings resurrection, your new covenant. We declare it right now in Jesus' name. The verse that kept coming to mind is in Revelation 4. And they worshiped without ceasing day and night, singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures gave glory, honor, and thanks to the one who is enthroned and who lives forever and ever. Heavenly Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that we would worship you without ceasing, that our hearts would be towards you when we're working, when we're sleeping, all the time, God, that our hearts would be in a position towards you, maybe not consciously as we're doing the stuff of life, but we would always be positioned with a heart of love towards you. And we thank you that that is your heart towards us. Thank you, Lord, for day and night, day and night, day and night, that in heaven, the angels sing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. God, you are so holy. And that's why we so desperately need the blood of Jesus that you provided. None of us are holy. None of us are without sin. And it is your precious blood, Jesus, that has made a way for us to just run right into the Holy of Holies and jump on your lap and just be received by you. God, we praise you for the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus, that no other sacrifice is needed. And Lord, we want to give you glory all the glory we want to honor you in everything we do and we give you thanks you are the enthroned one forever and ever and ever and papa what we're asking for is a revelation of the blood of jesus it's beyond what we can understand we understand a little bit with our minds but it's just a wonder and so Lord we ask in the name of Jesus for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to come upon this body of Christ 
not just those here, but all the others, Lord. We want a revelation of the blood of Jesus Christ, this communion revival that is here and is beginning and is coming and increasing as the blood of Jesus is poured out across our land, this better blood that will cover the, the wretched outpouring of innocent blood that stains our nation so that we can receive your glory and your goodness rather than judgment. God, give us this wisdom and revelation that we would apply your blood. We would worship you and thank you for what you have poured out for us. You are so good. You're better than we could ever imagine. But we pray that you would open our eyes, that we would stand in awe. And even as this verse goes on to say that they fell face down before you, the one seated on the throne, and they worshiped you, the one who lives forever and ever. And they surrendered their crowns before the throne, singing, you are worthy, O Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your plan they were created and exist. We worship you, God. Help us to worship you in spirit and in truth. We praise you and we love you, God, and we know there's so much more than what we've tasted. We've seen the tip of the iceberg of your goodness and your glory and who you are. And yet we praise you for that tip of the iceberg because you are wonderful and you satisfy our hearts. We love you so much and we desire more of you, more understanding, more receiving your fullness that you paid such a high price for. We want all that you paid for. And we declare in the name of Jesus together the blood of Jesus across this land, this better blood, to cover the blood of the innocent, to cover the blood, to cover the sin of this nation, of our precious United States of America that was created for you and for freedom and for joy and for goodness and has been hijacked. And God, we stand against that. And in the name of Jesus, we declare this nation is for the glory of God. Amen. This evening, uh, these passages come upon my heart. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Come now, let us argue it out, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be like snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. Come now, let us argue it out, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be like snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. And Hebrew chapter 9 and 13 and 14. For if the blood of goats and bulls with the sprinkling of the ashes of a heifer sanctifies those who have been defiled 
so that their flesh is purified, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to worship the living God? For if the blood of goats and bulls with the sprinkling of the ashes of a heifer sanctifies those who have been defiled so that their flesh is purified, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to worship the living God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your love, not sparing your precious son to send him to this world and make him sacrifice himself without blemish by the eternal spirit to God to cleanse our conscience clearly thank you so much oh lord that precious blood of jesus christ is for whole universe from eternity to eternity the blood of jesus christ cleanses my conscience cleanses our conscience cleanses the land of united states of america cleanses the whole universe by the precious blood of jesus christ Oh Lord, let every and each person who is blood guilty to take refuge in the precious blood of Jesus Christ and be cleansed, forgiven and cleansed like snow. Oh Lord, make us free. Make our conscience clean under the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, Remove the veil of darkness. Remove the veil of deception over the hearts of the people of the state of Colorado. Remove the veil of darkness by the power of the precious blood of Jesus Christ so that the light of your truth be shown to the people and the river of your grace, the shower of your grace be poured on the heart of the people of the state of Colorado. And the power of your love be poured in the heart of the state of Colorado. So there's so many people, millions of people, open their eyes and return to you. Found the true freedom and liberty under the precious blood of Jesus Christ find the true liberty in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, awaken the whole churches in the state of Colorado and also give us true awakening and authentic revival in the state of Colorado. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your Thank you for your blood. So I just felt like the Lord was showing me 2 Chronicles 7.14, which says, If my people, which are called by my name, 
shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So Lord Jesus, we just thank you for your blood and your goodness and your mercy and your kindness. Even though we're sinners, you died on the cross for our sins and we thank you so much. We thank you that we can be cleansed and we thank you for this beautiful gift. Lord, we pray that our nation, the people of our nation would turn their hearts back to you, Lord. Let them realize their need for you, Lord Jesus. That we are nothing without you, for you are the vine and we are the branch and apart from you, we can do nothing. We just give you all the glory. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Deuteronomy 30. When all these blessings and curses I have set before you come on you, and you take them to heart, wherever the Lord your God disperses you among the nations, and when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all of your heart and with all of your soul according to everything I've commanded you today, then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you. Even if you've been banished to the most distant land under the heavens from where the Lord your God will gather you and bring you back. He'll bring you to the land that belonged to your ancestors and you will take possession of it. He'll make you more prosperous and more numerous than your ancestors. The Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all of your heart and with all of your soul and live. Father, thank you for this incredible season that we've been through, Lord, that we've been in, God, this season of repentance and this season of cleansing. Father, thank you for the work that you've been doing for your bride here, taking us to the mikvah and cleansing us, Lord, in this season. Thank you, Father, that our hearts are returning to you, and thank you that you are taking the curse, the curses of the land, Father God, and lifting them off of us in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the end to abortion. Thank you for the end to Roe versus Wade, Lord. Thank you for the lifting of that curse, Father God. And thank you, Father, for the circumcision of our hearts and of our descendants' hearts, those who come after us, that we would follow you with singular purpose, wholehearted before you, God, leaning into you. And God, we thank you for the increase that's coming, Father God, the revival that's coming upon this land, that the church will be larger, Father God, and more prosperous than it's been in, in previous seasons. God, we thank you for the end time harvest. We claim it in your name, Lord. We look forward with expectation. In your name. Amen. Lord, we just agree. I agree with that. Let's say, Lord, we thank you for the end time harvest. We thank you for the end time harvest. We thank you. I just asked Luna to go back into singing Yeshua. Let's just, let's do this. Let's stand and let's just sing the name of Jesus over this nation. We're singing it like a, the Lord said his name will be like a banner over his people. 
It says, when he returns, the nations will, will, will come to him because he will lift up the banner of his name in Jerusalem. Let's sing the name of Jesus. Thank you. We thank you for your name, Lord. We thank you for who you are. Nothing like the name of Jesus. No greater name. No greater name. Therefore God has exalted him and has bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Lord, we say your name is above every name in this land. Your name is above every name in America. Father, you've given your son this name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Lord, we declare every knee bowing. We declare obedience to Jesus. We declare the name above all name and everyone humbling themselves to Jesus. Lord, we speak over our nation and we repent for the pride of America. We repent for that confession of our kings and our rulers wanting to burst your bonds, wanting to live outside of your commanded way. Lord, we repent for our pride. We repent for our haughtiness. We repent for our pride. We repent for our fist in your face with our laws, with our our independent spirit. Lord, give us a dependent spirit on Jesus. Give us a dependent spirit on Jesus. Lord, would you allow this land to cling to you? Would you allow this land to run to you? Lord, would you heal us of our pride? Lord, I pray this. This feel the fear of the Lord. We either humble ourselves, we either bow our knee, or you bow it for us. Lord, I ask you for mercy that we would bow our knee, that we would do it with revelation, that we would do it. But at the end of the day, every knee will bow. Lord, I ask you for mercy that our nation and our generation would do it on this side. Everyone will be humbled before you on the other side. Lord, we ask you for mercy. Every knee will bow and every tongue confess in heaven and on earth and under the earth that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Lord, we ask you for the confession of tongue, the confession of our mouths and the believing in our heart that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus died and was raised from the dead and ascended and is returning. Lord, 
highlight Jesus and let people confess Him as their Lord and live lives of obedience, of fruitfulness, bearing good fruit, walking worthy of Jesus, walking by the Spirit. Lord, we ask You, just as we sing Your name, darkness cannot overcome it. Your name is greater than every other name. We just speak the name of Jesus over a nation. Just speak his name, Jesus. Jesus over America. Jesus over Colorado. Jesus over our families. Jesus over our schools. Jesus over our legislators. Jesus over our leaders. Jesus over our businesses. Jesus over our places of influence. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus over our pride. Jesus over our rebellion. Jesus over our practice of sin. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus over sensuality. Jesus over sexual immorality. Jesus over perversion. Jesus over perversion. Jesus over perversion. Jesus. Jesus. Grace. Mercy. Grace. Lord, we are those. We are the people of Hebrews 4. We are the people who come to our great high priest with confidence to his throne of grace. And we cry out for mercy and grace in our time of need. Jesus, have mercy on us. Jesus, have mercy on us. Lord, I ask you right now that you would have mercy on every student in Colorado. Lord, I ask you for a revival a new student awakening, a new student movement. Lord, I pray that you would draw young people into the place of prayer, that you would draw young people into the place of living understanding, that you would draw young people into the place of the worship of Jesus, experiencing the grace of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. Lord, we just cry out mercy. We draw near for mercy. Lord, we are in a time of need. Colorado is in a critical time of need. Lord, I ask you for mercy. Mercy in our elections coming up. Lord, we, we ask you for mercy. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. Thank you, God. Mercy. Release grace over this state. I ask you in this time of, of reprieve, in this break, Lord, we ask that you would even remove legislators that you've given them time to repent but they haven't repented would you remove them and would you establish 
godly legislators in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray for our elected leaders. We lift them up before you. We ask that you would open their eyes. We ask that you would shine the light of your countenance upon them. We ask that you would grant mercy. Grant mercy. Mercy, Lord. Lord, I just thank you for your great love for Jared Polis. Lord, I thank you that he's one of your sons that you want to draw to yourself. Lord, I just think of the Apostle Paul. There had to be people praying for him to have such a radical conversion to going from being a murderer of Christians and opposing the things of God to bringing him to be one of the greatest leaders in the Christian faith. So we just pray that for Jared Polis right now. In Jesus' name, we just ask for mercy over this man. We just pray that you would encounter him in radical ways, Lord, dreams and visions. Send the Todd Whites of this world to speak prophetic words into his life. Lord, we just pray for him to see genuine Christianity lived out to where it would be attractive to him. Lord, we just ask that you would soften his heart. Lord, whatever things have caused him to harden his heart towards you, Lord, we just ask that you would go, that you would go to him and that you would draw him to yourself. Lord, it's your kindness that leads us to repentance. So we ask for your kindness to be expressed to this man, Lord. We ask that you would draw him into radical salvation, just like you did with Jay Thomas and Tracy Evans, Lord, these people that came out of homosexual lifestyles that have gone on to serve you faithfully. We just declare over Jared Paulus salvation and radical discipleship, a radical follower of Jesus in Jesus' name. Brother uh, Lou Engel um, shared with us over the last couple weeks about the power of the blood, and um, I've been listening and watching videos by him and try, try to fully understand what he's saying, and really I think what he is sharing, and I want to pray into these scriptures, is that um, what Jesus accomplished on the cross by the shedding of his blood unleashed a cosmic nuclear power, so to speak, that just sent shockwaves to the entire universe and dismantled once and for all, all the powers that stood against us, uh, all the powers of evil. And by us proclaiming who Jesus is and the power of his blood in our generation, we can see those great measures of a nuclear release of the power of God to be able to deal with his enemies and bring salvation. So I just want to um, I just want to pray th uh, through a couple scriptures that declare what Jesus has done on the cross, the power of his blood, and that it's something that he's unleashing in our day in Colorado. And I'm going to be praying and declaring these. So this is um, <clears throat> Colossians chapter 2:14, and then I'm going to go to Hebrews uh, 2:14 and 15. And then I'll go back to um, Colossians chapter 1, uh, 15 through uh, 20. So I'm going to read through these and pray through these. 
Lord, we just thank you that your word is eternally true. We thank you that your word uh, def- uh, tells us what has actually happened in the unseen realm. Lord, we ask you to increase our faith. Lord, we ask you that our hearts and our minds could believe what your word says about who you are and what you've done. Lord, we ask you that by the hearing of your word and the proclaiming of your word, that our hearts would grow in faith, that we might be stronger in faith and not wax in unbelief and look at all the things around us. So we thank you for what you said in your word. We thank you that you said that when you died on the cross, Jesus, this is uh, Colossians 2.14, you canceled the certificate of death, which was consisting of legal demands, which were against us and were hostile to us. We thank you, Lord, that you took this certificate and you set it aside and you completely removed it by kneeling it to the cross. We thank you, Lord, that when you died on the cross, that you disarmed the rulers, the authorities, all those supernatural forces of evil that were operating against us, and that you made a public spectacle of them. Lord, you triumphed over them through your cross. We thank you, Lord, that because of this, therefore, since you share in the flesh and blood of humanity, you, in a similar manner, uh, since you share in that, that you, in a similar manner, holding this humanity, you, through experiencing death, made powerless, ineffective, and impotent him, Satan, who had the power of death. We thank you that you did these things on the cross. We thank you that through your death, you might free all of humanity who through their haunting fear of death were held in slavery throughout their whole lives. And Lord, we want to acknowledge who you are. It says in Colossians chapter 1, that you are the image of the invisible God. You are the firstborn over all creation. Lord, you're not just someone who is a a person. You're not just a lesser God who came down to the earth. For in you, all things were created. Things in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, thrones, dominions, rulers, authorities. All things were created through you and all things were created for you. Lord, we, we look at all the powers that are that be, whether they're invisible forces or forces in this, in this present age, human forces, and we thank you that you created them all. They were created by the Son of God. Therefore, you hold all things together. You are the head of the body. You are the head of the church. You are the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in all things you might have preeminence. We thank you, God that you have been pleased to have the fullness of deity dwell in Jesus. We thank you that through Jesus, you have reconciled to yourself all things. We thank you these things already happened on the cross. We thank you you reconciled things on earth, things in heaven. We thank you that you made peace through the blood of your cross. We thank you for the blood that accomplished all of these things. Lord, we thank you that when you died on the cross, when you shed your blood, that your blood released a nuclear power, so to speak, God, that shattered all the dominion of sin, all the dominion of satanic forces. And Lord, we thank you in this day in Colorado that there is a stirring of your Holy Spirit, that we might be renewed in faith of the power of your blood. We thank you, Lord, as we take communion. We thank you as we acknowledge the work that you did on the cross, that there is an effectual working in the unseen realm. We thank you that there's effectual working in the human realm. Lord, we thank you that your blood is more than enough. We declare that your blood is more more than enough. 
We thank you, Lord, that as we apply the blood of Jesus, it's changing things. It's dramatically affecting things. We thank you that there are shockwaves going through the heavenly realms as we take communion, as we declare what you've accomplished on the cross. We bless you for it. We thank you for it. We expect to see results manifest in this life, in this time, in Colorado, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, I don't think another prayer could have set it up so perfectly. I wanted to take communion tonight. So we've been focusing, we've been pleading, we've been crying out for the blood. Lou Engel was here, and we had a, a 400 gathering, which we, we say that, that's our common language here, but the Lord spoke to us that he was going to bring together 400 pastors and leaders, and that when 400 pastors and leaders came together in humility and worship and in prayer and in serving one another, that the Lord was going to send a great revival through Colorado. And, uh, and so that's what the 400, when we say the 400 gathering, that's what, that's what it's about. A word that came forth that God is going to bring pastors and leaders together in unity, churches in unity, and that revival is going to come from that. Well, Lou came to that meeting and he shared what was on his heart for this next season of Colorado. And the Lord has been speaking to him about the power of, of communion, the power of taking bread, which, which represents the flesh of Jesus torn for us, and wine or grape juice, which re represents the blood of Jesus shed for us, and, and remembering him together, and that in that place, crying out for his blood to speak the better word over Colorado. The Lord's given him three significant dreams, and uh, I'm sure you'll hear those in the future. One dream, though, in particular that really touched me was in, the, in this dream, he saw a group of believers and they were taking communion. And as they were taking communion, they were, as they would take communion, they would receive diplomas. And these diplomas had BB written on them. And he knew in the dream that that was Hebrews 12, the, the better blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. It was the better blood diplomas they were getting. But there was this other group, and they were drinking just like disgust and filth, and, and he knew it represented um, accusation. And as they would do that, they would get a diploma, and it was the BA diploma, and it was the Brethren Accuser diploma. <laughs> and I just want God to give us the better blood diploma. <laughs> Amen. Um, I, it really resonated with me that as we, as we make Jesus the center stage, as we make Jesus the main thing, and that's what communion does. He said, do this in remembrance of me. It puts His sacrifice on display. So it, it points us to the past. It points us to it is finished at the cross. It points us to the blood. 
But what it also does is it points us forward. He said, I will not eat this meal again until he says, it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. That's Luke 22. So he said, the communion, the Passover, has a final fulfillment in the kingdom of God. And what he's talking about is he's pointing to the marriage supper of the Lamb. He's pointing to Revelation 19 when the bride will sing hallelujah for our wedding has come and the bride has made herself ready. And that angel says, blessed are all those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. It points forward to the day where we will eat and feast with Jesus on our wedding day. So communion just isn't an act that points us backward. It points us backward and it points us forward. Amen? And we find ourselves in that new covenant reality that we celebrate. Jesus said, this is the new covenant in my blood. The only other place it says that in the Bible is Jeremiah 31. He wanted it real specific. He didn't want us to miss it. He said, this is the new covenant in my blood. And when we take communion, we are proclaiming this. I just want to read that. Jeremiah 31. This is easy to remember. Say Jeremiah 31, 31. (laughs) Okay. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and Judah. Not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of Egypt. He says, they broke my covenant, though I was their husband. Listen to that husband, bridal language. I took them by the hand and they broke my covenant, even though I was their husband. He says, but I'm giving them a new covenant in my blood. And then it says, for this covenant is this, I will put my law within them. I will write it on their hearts. Our New Testament language, I will fill them with my spirit, the indwelling spirit of God. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. I love this, verse 34. This is, this is going to be fulfilled when Jesus returns. Listen to this. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor, and each teach his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me. No longer will we need a teacher to stand up and teach the knowledge of God. Everyone will know the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? It says, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sins no more. So just as our final thing tonight, we actually have five more minutes. Guys, that was a fiery prayer meeting. Good job. Good job, worship team. Whoa. Good job, Luna. (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, Let's take communion. I I have it over here. And I have it on the other side here. So just come on up. And we're going to do this family style. Instead of the normal crackers we were out of, so you get Ritz crackers for communion, okay? That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, would you grab that and just put it on there? So just come on up and, and take the body and take the blood and gather in groups and just, just spend three or four minutes thanking the Lord, crying out, 
for his blood to speak the better word, praying into communion, repenting before you take it. And, uh, and we'll just end with this act of communion. Thank you all for coming. Lord, we love you and we just acknowledge the body and blood of Jesus. We remember the sacrifice and we look forward to what this points to. We look forward to the day where we will eat and drink with you and you will swallow up the covering that is over the nations and you will swallow up death forever. So Lord, we just bless you tonight. We thank you for your blood and we thank you for your body and we worship you. Amen.